Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Chats with Cat on the Voice of Adoptees podcast. I am your host, Cat, and I hope everyone is having a great week so far. Don't forget to grab your coffee or a preferred beverage, maybe some tea, and settle in. I'm currently here with Andrew, and he's really excited to share his story. So, Andrew, briefly tell us who you are, introduce us to yourself, and let everyone who's listening get to know you a little bit. All right. Well, I am Andrew Greenblatt. I live in uh, Maple Grove, Minnesota. I was adopted from Kaliningrad, Russia in 1997. I was born there in 1996, and I have lived here ever since. I've grown up here with a great family, a great opportunity, and I am very grateful for where I am today. Mm. Okay, so a fellow Russian adoptee, just like myself and a few others who are also on this podcast, we try to interview as many adoptees from all over the world as possible. So just let's talk about your adoption story. Tell me about it, uh, wherever you want to start from. Okay, so... My adoption story is I my my both of my birth parents. Um, my birth mother was a she was she worked in the kindergarten with kids. Is from what my brother told me. I tried to find out more about her life, but he was also very young and he could only give me so much information about her. And my birth father was a fireman in Kaliningrad. Honestly, I don't know much more about him. He, I, I, from what I know, he, they weren't married at the time I was born, but I have two biological brothers, same mother, and one, the oldest brother was a, he's a half brother from a different father, and we, we don't communicate much, but we do talk over the social media site VK, and that's actually how I found out Years ago, I found out um, when I began my search, all the information I had been looking for, and it all, it was actually incredible. It happened within a few, within a month, honestly, I think is what it was. I was just coming out of high school in 2014. I was a senior, I was 18 years old. And up to that point, I had really never known anything about my story, anything where I came from, who I came from. And as a kid growing up, I never really thought much about it because I, it just wasn't anything really people ever asked me about. So my senior year of high school, I started getting interested. I wanted to find out the information. I wanted the facts. So I began my search. So I, re I went on Facebook and I posted a status asking for any help in my search for any Russian people in my community that could reach out to me and, you know, get me started on this. Where can I begin? And so I started with posting a status and then I started posting in, I found a Russian adoption group on Facebook and I joined that. And then I, you know, I posted what I was looking for. I asked for help and just gave it a shot, not thinking, you know, I didn't think anything would ever come from it because what are the chances it would? So within about probably a day or two, there was a friend of mine on Facebook, a Russian guy that lived just a couple cities over from me. And he messaged me and he goes, hi, I understand you're, you're interested in finding, you know, 
biological family, your story. I'd like to help you out. And I'm thinking, this can't be real. I mean, what are the odds this could happen within a couple of days of even just asking? So I start talking to this guy on, you know, we start messaging each other and he's asking me all these questions. I don't remember what the questions were. I mean, this was 2015 at this point. So he asked me to send him, you know, what information I have on my, you know, any documents that I had from my adoption that could help me out. So I send him, you know, what I have and he goes and he replies, okay, I will, I'm going to forward this to somebody living in Belarus, a friend of his or something. And I said, okay, that's fine. And I'm still at the point where like, all right, this, I'm not sure if anything will come from this, but nobody was asking for, you know, nobody was asking for money for any, for me to pay them for help or anything. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. So within probably a week, if I remember correctly, it wasn't very long. It was about a week or so. And he gets back to me, he messaged me on Facebook and he goes, I think I found your brother and I'm going Mm -hmm. that, all right, what do you, what, what can you give me here? And he tells me, he sends me a screenshot of a profile of this guy named Oleg Kareev living in Kaliningrad. Right. And he goes, I want you to send this guy a message and I want you to, you know, he's expecting your message. We've, we've, someone told him that you were what your search was. So I sent Oleg a message on VK a couple of days later. And I said, hi, I think um, you may be my biological brother. I'm Andrew, Sergey. I was told from a friend of mine to send you a message. And Oleg replies within a day or so. And he's just right. excited. I mean, his message is with exclamation points and he goes wow are you serious is this is this really happening and i'm still skeptical you know i don't want to get too excited about something that might not be real so i i I proceed with caution and i go and then him and me started talking and i i sent him the information that i had the inform or the my on the information of my biological parents on the documents that i had and he said, right. and he said, well, I have those same documents. I, we have the same, or our parents have the same names, same city, same addresses. And I'm like, right. So you just know. Right. And I mean, this is all within, like I said, this isn't even a full month of this happening. This is like two weeks in. So him and me start talking and we're trying to like, you know, we're, we're comparing our information with each other just to make sure we have it all right. And sure enough, it, it ended up being all on the dot. I mean, so at this point, I wasn't as skeptical anymore. I'm like, okay, this actually, this, this is seeming a lot more real. And I started to get more excited about it. So then I, you know, I asked him, I said, is it all right if I ask you, you know, all these questions I have because at this point you're the only living relative that I know of and he said sure and so I started firing off I mean through years I was firing off questions to him like 
asking him for photos. What can he tell me about the family that we had over there? And he was, I mean, it was just incredible because he was so open with telling me everything that I had been interested in. And he told me what he, he knew, you know, if he didn't know an answer to one of my questions, he would just tell me. And, but he would always let me know that he would try to find the answer. It was amazing. So, you know, we started talking about, I, I was telling him about my life, how I grew up and everything has been great for me. I am very grateful for everything that I've, you know, been through at this point and how I've ended up. And I, I would ask him about how his life is and his life was a little, it, it wasn't, it definitely was not as structured as mine was. Um, right. He, at the time that I was messaging him back in 2015, 2016, at this point, he was, I believe he was living with a, with a grandmother. I don't know if it was a mom on the mom or dad's side, but the family was very diminished at this point. I mean, there wasn't many of them left. And he told me when I asked him if, our birth parents were still alive. He said, no, uh, our mother died and it was January of 2005 from alcohol poisoning. And then I asked him about my dad and he didn't know, honestly, I don't think, he really didn't know anything about him besides that he was a fireman. So there's a lot to, there's a lot to just before you continue, there's a lot to unpack in this first part of your, your story. If one of the first things you said was that you were grateful for everything and you, it's kind of like this notion that like many other adoptees, you always wondered who your family is. You know, where did you come from? You wanted to know more about your family. Did I have siblings? Are they still alive? Sort of thing. And I feel gathering from what you were saying i i feel like i can make i can make a judgment where if you could visit them you would sort of yes. thing. You, you would like to you know potentially meet them and get to know them more things like that what i find interesting is uh you're not the only person who has gone on to facebook or been approached by people through facebook about helping them find their family that's how it happened for me as well sure uh, through the russian adoptees group uh, which is very, very interesting. For me, uh, it was the same sort of thing. So when you express, like, I had a huge, I was like, is this real? Like, I think this is a scam. Right, right. I, don't, I don't know if this is real. Maybe I shouldn't be giving them my information, yeah. right? For me, I feel fortunate because it was a lot quicker that I was able to get information. It was like, one, two, three, here's your biological brother. And I was like, oh, so I was able to, just like you did, you reached out to them on VK. What was running through your head when you were trying to reach out to your biological brother on VK? What was running through your head as you were typing the message to him? I mean, when, the first message I was sending, at, at that point, I was still a little like, I was skeptical because I was like, this could be real, but it could not be. The fact that it all happened so quickly is what really made me. Now I, I wanted to believe it, but I, I just I just couldn't at this point because it was I mean this was like two weeks after I even had interest in beginning my search. But mm. I figured you know if if this is the real deal, 
this is the time that I'm going to find out about it. So I was excited. I just wanted to give it a shot and it was the right move to do. So I feel like you, you started, you kind of, you took this chance based out of kind of uh, curiosity and obviously a hope that uh, there would be some sort of information being brought back to you that was credible, but you started it based off of curiosity. Is this, yeah. you know, is this something that could happen for me sort of thing? Can right. this person really locate my family, my biological family? Can I take a chance on them sort of thing? Exactly. Me, I feel very, I feel very, very happy when uh, adoptive, uh, those who are separated from their families find them again. And I, Talk about uh, a little bit about what that must have been like when you really realized that, yep, this is 100% beyond a shadow of a doubt, my family, my real family over in Arafta, the family that I thought I lost. What was that like? It was surreal, honestly. I mean, growing up, I had always been curious about it as a kid, but I... Mm. I just had nowhere to, you know, I had no way to access anything. I I didn't know where to begin. And my my parents now, they they were always supportive of me. I mean, they were willing to answer questions, but they didn't know it. They knew less than I did, honestly. I mean, they just, you know, I tried to ask and I even tried. Closed door. Yeah. yeah. At one point I remember I after I began my search a couple months in, I before I knew of my uh, that my birth parents had passed away at this point, I, I typed out a long like greeting letter that I wanted to send over to Russia to my birth mother, and because right. I, I had the address of her last known you know where she lived, but then shortly after, actually before that mess, the letter was sent, I did find out that they weren't living anymore. So it wasn't it really wasn't like an emotional thing for me. It was more so, I don't, I don't want to say I expected it, but I, I didn't have high hopes that anything would come from it. So I found out, yeah, I found out that they had passed away and I wasn't sad, but I just wanted to know more. And like I said, I mean, I was just kept asking questions to my brother and he was always very helpful about answering. I mean, he told me the reasons that they weren't living anymore. He told me their their backgrounds, what they did, um, what kind of people they were. And they were, from what he told me, they were, they lived modestly. I mean, they were good people, but coming up, you know, growing up in, or living in, in Russia in the 90s was not good for anyone. Right. And they, from what my told me it was just they struggled and so they could only you know he could only tell me so much right so even though he was young uh you know so i assume this is an older brother right he's he's older than you yes he's uh, three years older than me okay so uh even though he, he was so young i also feel like there's kind of like a protective layer where maybe he doesn't want to tell you because he wants to protect you from the awful truth of what it was like, you know. Um, and that he could be. Also, just not that, remember. Exactly. I mean, him, him, and um, since he was so young, I mean, 
he was still a child too growing up through all this and I was just appreciative of the fact that he was able to give me any information that he could and he always had so I I was never upset about not being able to find out anything because there was already so much that I was learning so it's like right you know if I don't find out something it's almost so minimal Right. No, I totally understand. It's almost like any ounce of information is really good. It's it's very important, even if you find out one little piece of information. So I, I definitely understand exactly. firsthand how that how that exactly. feels. So growing up, let's let's take it back for a second. Growing up in the States, you were saying that your adoption story is something that people never really asked you. Now, when I interview other people, other adoptees, and myself, that's not necessarily the case. A lot of the cases is more that people, I mean, maybe it's because we put, proclaim we're adopted or uh, sometimes it's more like you just know that a person is adopted because people can, people are sometimes very shallow and they just look and they say, oh, well, that person is clearly not related. Right. Why do you think there was no sort of curiosity for you? Is it you know, sometimes people are very proud of the fact that they're adopted, so they mention it. I I, fe- I gather you were maybe more of like a, a private individual, more of a private type of person you kind of kept to yourself. Yes. So, I mean, when I was, when, you know, growing up, I was, I was a very shy child. I, yeah. and I just, I don't know, it's just never really something that floated across my brain to start coming out and talking about because I didn't really understand a lot of it myself and yeah and there were a few kids I I mean I it's hard to really remember but I do remember specific times as a child of you know kids are cruel so there would be kids you know that would always make fun of being adopted and I mean every adoptee has at least a lot of them have probably gone through that similar thing so it really made me build a wall around that and I never I think that's what really kind of kept, I want what, it's what made it want me to keep it to myself more because mm, I didn't want to start, you know, talking about something to somebody who just either didn't care, didn't understand, because I didn't even understand myself. So the conversation probably wouldn't have gone too far anyway. But yeah. This I, is I, very- Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, I, I just built the guard up over time and mm. broke it down eventually. I think that's something that happens through through life, right? That, that's one of the processes that you kind of go through. You go through things that make you build up walls, and then you realize that you need to take down those walls in order to move forward sort of thing. Absolutely. Um, it's, almost, it's, it's really just how we learn, we grow, and it's how we live like really live and and grow wiser through life. So continuing on with your adoption story with you have found your, your brother, he is telling you about a family. Have you made plans to go back or have you implemented, you know, your heritage, like your Russian heritage into your current life? You know, because now you, you know, you have your brother and do you talk to him? How often do you talk with him? So go into about what life is like for you right now, or just since you found your brother and and how that's changed your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been, it's, it's, I mean, in some words to say, it's kind of been like a dream come true because so many people don't have, haven't been able to have that. 
that right. connection that they haven't been able to get as nearly as much of the information that I've been able to get. And yeah, me and my brother, we still talk pretty, not, not as consistently as we used to, because I, you know, the way the thing, the, with the war in Ukraine going on over there, it's been, I think he's been distracted and kind of doing his own thing. And um, so we haven't really been talking as much, but it's, when we, throughout the last couple of years, when we've been having, you know, when I've been asking questions back and forth and getting to know him a lot more he he has not had the greatest life he's had a good life so far from what i from what he's told me and from what i know of him he's worked every i feel like every time i probably talk to him every so couple months at this point he seems to always have a new job so he must be working like odd jobs because every time i ask him you know what he's doing these days he'll tell me you know, one month he'll tell me he's doing warehouse work. The next he's working on, you know, in a shipping yard or, you know, it's just always different. So I don't, and I know he's lived with a couple relatives, like a grandmother. And then there was an uncle at one point, but from what he's told me, there's, I think there's probably only less than five biological family members left, honestly. I mean, they've all just throughout the years diminished so he's really kind of all he's my last uh connection to what my what family is over there right and yeah i mean it's just it's made uh it's really put me at peace honestly you know having that connection and being able to find out everything with them and it's just it's incredible honestly so you, you touched on something I was going to ask where it's like, do you feel that usually when, when you find your family, it brings a sense of peace, a sense of closure sort of thing. Do you feel that uh, finding your biological brother and chatting with him, the amount of times that you do brings you closer, not just to him, but to the rest of your family? I don't know if that makes, I'm not sure yes. if that makes sense. For me, for example, for me, when I found my biological brother, every ounce of blood did this thing where it's like i was on fire i just knew that this person was my brother you know you just know it's it's like gut reaction and every time i talk to him i feel that same thing where it's like this is my brother this is my family it's almost like an extra sense of loyalty and you know uh having found your your brother does it change your mentality about your life and how you're currently living it in the states at all Yes, I would say it would just it just makes me appreciate how my life ended up. Not to sound mm-hmm. bad in any way towards his life, but you know, it's just that there's a huge difference. Right. You know, between him and me now. And I mean he's like when I told him, you know, how I grew up and, you know, everything that I've been through all these years and it's all been excellent for me and he's happy to hear that and that's that's what really uh i think strengthens that bond we have is we're able to talk about those things and we're able to appreciate how each other or how we both grew up in different worlds honestly and we're learning about each other and it's just like i said earlier it's, it's really a surreal feeling 
So how is the language barrier? Does he does he speak a little bit of English? Are you, do you speak Russian? Like how how did that work um, out? I, I mean, I assume well, for text it's Google Translate, but uh. yeah, no, he he doesn't he does not speak any English, and we've never had a uh, any call. voice calls or anything, but. We ha it's always been over chat, and I mean, I use Google Translate most of the time just because I can't read Russian. I can speak a little bit of it, but I'm not fluent by right. any means. I'm learning, but he, since I've been talking to him, he actually, we, he's been learning English. Um, so right. we're able to type out messages to each other in English and understand them fine. I mean, it's still a little broken here and there, you know, when he's trying to get to say something, but um, right. for the most part, it's actually been very very easy going and a lot of it's you know i, I thank to google translate as, as well otherwise it, it just wouldn't be possible to have any conversations right that's that's like me and my uh, biological brother we use uh broken english a little bit of russian i try every so often but he's just like it's fine i i speak english a little I'm like right. okay this is good this is good yeah um, yeah and so how can you, like, after having gone through all of this, how can you say this has changed you as a person, as a whole? I'd say it's just really put a great perspective on how far I've, you know, been able to come because of the opportunity I had of being adopted. Mm. And I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not upset at all by any of the, you know, negative answers that I've gotten from him about, you know, our family or any of that, it's it's really just opened my eyes to, and it's really brought me out of my shell, I think, from speaking on my adoption. It really helps out knowing that I have that connection to him where I can, you know, I can just literally open my phone up, send him a message, a video, a picture, whatever, and he's always eager to respond. A couple years ago i actually sent him a watch for christmas and he received it and he sent me a picture wearing it so that was really cool mm. so but it uh, is has, has, oh sorry <laughs> no go ahead no 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 i, I wasn't sure if you're going to finish your your thought but uh, for me i guess i'm trying to like I, I look at the bigger picture right where i'm used to interviewing people who really always wanted to know about their family, really uh, were unhappy, sure. not happy sure. with their adoptive situation. It's very rare that I sure. come across individuals such as yourself where they, because you're not the only one I've, I've interviewed and I've always been like, wow, like I, I have a lot of respect because if so many other people, so many other adoptees could see this and kind of look at life this way where just it, it I don't necessarily see it as I, I was taken. I see it as I have been given an opportunity in my life to be able to grow myself or, or, or progress forward where, you know, other people don't necessarily see it that way. What is the, what advice do you have for people who feel stuck, who feel stuck in not knowing anything about their, anything about their families? Uh, they, they feel very like down and they feel like giving in because uh, even though you didn't necessarily know about your family, you didn't give in. You didn't really let it bother you. You were kind of, I feel like you just had this mentality where it's like, this is just life. 
this is the way life goes sometimes and you're I'm okay with it. And it's a very yes. rare mentality to see. So what is your yes. advice for others to kind of get to that mentality? Because it's it's very impressive. Thank you. Um, my advice for others is don't give up your search. If it's something that you truly want to find out about, if you are so curious, it keeps you up at night, do it. Go on Facebook. And, you know, I tell people this, you know, that are in the adoption group. I tell them if you're if you if you're interested in looking out, you know, finding out all this information. Go on these certain groups that I went on and I'll, I'll show them, them and, you know, mm. ask for help. And there are plenty of people out there that are so willing to help people out, especially in this day and age with all the technology, with all the access people right. have. Right. Just don't be scared. You know, I mean, if you need help, always reach out to me, to anyone that is willing or able to help you out. Because you got to start somewhere. It doesn't matter how small it is. It, if it's just, you know, a status, a post, a message, whatever it is, a call. The answers are out there. And honestly, you're the only one stopping yourself from finding them. Now, I know I've heard so many stories throughout the years of other adoptees wanting to begin their search and they're or not their biological, their current parents, their adoptive parents, they are not as willing to help out their kids as mine were, which is sad. It, it is, but everyone has their reasons, you know, that's what it is, but don't give up. There's always a way to begin your search, no matter how small it is, it's possible. And my situation is quite different from a lot of them that I've heard of because a lot of people have paid, you know, private investigators and they've hired people to search, seek out the, this information. And a lot of the times it comes up with nothing or it comes up with just the most minimal uh, information. And it would, I can understand how that would be discouraging, but at the same time, it's like, all right, you got that, you got up to this point, you got, you know, as little right. as you have, work with that, keep reaching out, search the internet, go on, you know, search the names of, you know, what family you have, what addresses you have. They're, right. like I said, with all, the, with all the social media and technology, anything is possible. I agree with that. And I mean, for me, so just as an example, I, I had been looking for my family since I was, oh my God, like really, 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 really young. And especially when I was able to get a hold of, of technology, like a computer, I definitely researched. I tried to search it in Facebook, you know? So I think for uh, those who are looking, it's also important to to know that Russia, if you're looking for your Russian family, they don't have Facebook. They have something called VK.com. That's different. Yep. But also something that happened to me was I remember searching. Once I found out about VK, this was before this person had found it, uh, had found my brother way before. I, I actually found someone with the same name 
and he was younger. I, I remember that I had an older brother. So even though like I was able to find through social media the the last name, it doesn't necessarily mean that it was he was related to 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 me. So I guess I'm saying that because I feel like you also know from experience that it's important, like you said, to not give up. Even though that may be the case, it doesn't mean that you won't find the person that you're looking for necessarily. Um, maybe this person also knows. I mean, I don't know, maybe they're like related. I don't know. I was very fortunate where I was able to find my brother and as were you. But for just people who are trying to research and do come across that, I'm not sure. I haven't had anyone say that yet, but it happened to me. So I'm just going to mention it here. Um, just in case that happens, like Andrew says, that doesn't mean that you give up. You know, we carry on no matter what. We keep moving forward. Exactly. So how do you feel that adoption overall has, has impacted your your growth um, just as a person, as a whole, like being adopted? I think it's really shaped me into a very independent person, and it definitely gives me a hell of a backstory, I'll tell you that. Right. Like I said, I mean, when I was growing up, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't talk about it at all. So when I, you know, after I found out all the information that I've been looking for over these last many years, it has really, uh, it's brought light to my eyes in, in so many words. And it's just made okay. me feel, made me feel accomplished, I'd say, because I started out with not knowing anything. And mm -hmm. now I just about know everything that there is to know. And it's just wild how in just a couple right years it's, it's really all come it's really all out there now and i mean i'm thrilled about it i'm not upset in any way and i i i hope that mm -hmm. any other adoptee can have the same situation for you know that i had and they're able to find out any information they can and i would love to go back to visit but like mm -hmm. i said you know, it, it's rough over there right now and it's probably not the best time right and it's a very it's it's a very expensive process, and right. you know renewing passports and citizenship and all that. So there's a lot of yeah. hoops to jump through. But I I definitely plan on doing it at one at some point. Oh yeah, I I feel like I mean that's the thing is not every um not every child who is adopted that finds their family wants to go and visit or even wants to. They're like, cool, I found, I have this information. I don't want to know about it. Some people kind of right. just put that in the past and they keep it there. Sure. For me, I think it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with just knowing. And then once you find out, if you want to put it in the past, that's fine. Um, exactly. I think it's good to just know, but not everyone wants to know. And that's also, you know, that's, an, that's also, that's also okay. So, sure. I mean, everyone's different. Right. Everyone's journey is, is very different. Exactly. So growing up. I guess like I'm, I'm asking because I know you said you were more of a, a quieter child and I, I get that, you know, uh, naturally bullying is something that you, you've been through, right? Yes. Did that make you want to close off even more? Did that make you want to close off from your adopted family or did that, how did that impact you just around other people? Sometimes adoptees feel that there's, a, there's like, I guess what I'm, I'm saying is like, I'm saying it in the sense that like adoptees can feel like there's almost like a set of issues that comes with being adopted. 
right? It's, sure. And I was, I'm just wondering where it's like, do you feel like you've had these sort of set of issues? Do you feel like being adopted has really impacted the way that you communicated with people or it's, it's made you distrust your adoptive family or anything like that? Did you question yourself a lot? You know, these sorts of things. Sure. I never distrusted myself, but I, I, I completely understand. Like I said, I mean, yeah, I, I was picked on for it. So I built, I, I built a wall up over time, but I, I, I never let it discourage me. You know, I held it in for a while, but I never let it discourage me. And I was just sitting in high school one day. I was on the computer my senior year of high school. And I said, you know, what? I don't want to be shy about this anymore. I want to, you know, I want to start bringing it out. I, this is a piece of my, my life, my history. And right. I want people to know about it. And it's, it really, tra- over years, it transformed how, you know, people's responses are. Because now when I tell people I'm adopted, they're all, they're just eager to know about it. They want to hear the story. And I'm, I'm always willing to tell it, you know, I'm always willing to answer questions. But yeah, being a little kid, I mean, kids are just, they don't understand. They just, you know, want to pick on you and make fun of you for if you're different in any way. But I, not, yeah, I just... I opened up one day. I just decided this is going to be, this is, this is me. And I wanted people to know. I love that. I, sometimes adoptees can feel like they can't talk about it. They they don't feel comfortable sure. sharing their story. Again, I just, I'm really happy that you did feel, you eventually got there. You got to that point where yes. you want to share your stories. You want people to know um, how you feel, what you've been through and how it's made you the person that you are today. Yes. So I know that yes. you do, I know that you do welding and I was going to, I'm trying to make like this corny little joke, but it's not really coming together, <laughs> but I was going to say, do you feel like your life and your brother's life in Russia are like welded together? But that's, that's a bad joke. That's creative. <laughs> that's a bad joke. I tried. I tried. You did I guess try. it's I'll more like, you do you feel like a deeper connection overseas? You know, uh, do you feel connected to him, even though you're so far away, even when you're, you know? You know, that's a good question. Yes and no. Or is it like you just go about your day sort of thing? Right. You know, that's more so of it. I mean, there is definitely a connection, but it's it's not strong just because we've never truly known each other. We didn't know about each other for so many years. And it's like, yes, we know we're related and we know we share the same blood and all that. And we get along right. fine and everything's great in that aspect. But we're connected on a very thin level, I'd say. And I don't think that has really discouraged me at all. I think it's, I'm just appreciative for the fact, you know, that he's willing to talk to me and he's willing to answer the questions I have. And he takes interest in my right. life and I take interest in his, even though, you know, some parts of his life have been less fortunate. But that's, you can't think of it that way. You got to think of it in the best way possible. Mm, I like that. Um, I'm glad you understood what I meant. I was going to bring up uh, the situation where once I finally did see my biological brother and my mother, I felt way closer to my biological brother than I did my mom, where I'm like, that my my biological mother is the woman who gave birth to me, but she is not my mother. You know, it was was a very big, like, distance. I feel like that's kind of what you're... I feel like that's what you're conveying where 
Absolutely. Uh, for me, I think about my adoptive, uh, my adoptive, my biological brother a lot. I think about him all the time. How's he doing? Is he okay? And we have a, a deeper relationship where I feel like for you and your brother, it's more like my relationship with my biological mother. Which yes. is, that's okay. So I guess uh, I'm letting, I, I guess I'm just trying to say for those who maybe feel that way when you do meet up with your family, it's okay. It is normal. Andrew has experienced that as well. And um, it's nothing to be worried about or upset about because it can happen. And I think what Andrew's trying to say is like the bond between you, just knowing that you found each other is, is really important. What do you think? Exactly. Yes, I agree with that. It, it, it is very important and it just has made me appreciate, you know, my adoption all that much more. Good. So I'm not sure if there's um, anything else that you really would like to add with your with your story. If you want to keep going or if you want to finish it off, I guess like one question would be, which I feel like we've, we've touched on is kind of like, what is for you, what was the lesson that you've taken away from your whole experience? The lesson that I've taken away, the main lesson, don't give up. Just keep going, keep searching. Right. Find that information, reach out to people that, you know, are in a similar situation to you. You know, like I said, go on Facebook. There's a Russian adoption group. Thousands of people are in it. You know, mm -hmm. so many are willing to help. If you want to start, if you're serious about wanting to start, you know, your journey on finding all this, don't be scared. Because you never know what you may or may not find out. True. I love that. So, and with that, I would like to thank you all for joining me on this episode of Chats with Cat. A very special thank you to Andrew, our very special guest. Stay tuned for another episode of Chats with Cat every other Wednesday on the Voice of Adoptee podcast. And always remember, someone somewhere is thinking of you. You are not alone. <laughs>